What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Maddie Pace coming at you live from the Maddie Mo Show, the host, the most mojo. Kicking off episode 124, ladies and gentlemen. That's right, episode 124. It's risky, it's frisky, it is the risky, frisky Friday. You already know what it is. And if you don't, well, then this must be your first time tuning into the Maddie Mo Show. So, first off, thank you for lending me your ears and attention. Second off, hop into the iTunes podcast section where you can subscribe to the Maddie Mo Show and have every episode up there for free listen and download. You can also catch me live on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Overcast, Pocket Cast, YouTube, The Matty Mo Show, IG, and Twitter at Matty underscore Pace. You can also catch me on Facebook at Matty's Motivation, as well as on YouTube, Matty's Motivation, if you need a little kick in the pants and some inspiration, ladies and gentlemen. But without any further ado, we are jumping into the Risky Frisky Friday. That is right, the nostalgic, the ever so risky, the ever so so frisky, we about to get into it, and today is the risk versus the reward, we're gonna go over the pros and cons, ladies and gentlemen, I got a few topics laid out for you, you already know what it is, here we go, the first one up, sex without a rubber, that's right, I know we've all been there, ladies and gentlemen, you know what I'm saying, and the worst thing uh, with sex without a rubber, probably the worst decision you could ever make is raw dogging a stranger, or as I like to say, raw dogging randoms, you know what I mean, let's say you're out at the club, you're out at the bar, you're getting it in, you're tripping off some gin and tonic, you know what I'm saying, you had a few too many shots of tequila, you know, that Patron was flowing nice, sometimes it flows like, you know, the waters of Aspen, you know, where the beer flows like wine, and next thing you know, you find yourself in a little debacle, or what you think is great, but then you find out that this girl may have the herp the next day when your thing starts flaring up. <laughs> you never know. You, you don't know what you're getting into until you get into it. You know what I'm saying? So why go for the risk? I know a lot of people like to play games. I am not one to talk. I may have raw dogged once or twice in my life, and it is what it is, ladies and gentlemen. But the important thing is we came out on top. Literally, everything came out just fine. And you also run another risk, um, the real risk for sex without a rubber, not just, you know, the whole STD thing, it is what it is, but, um, you know, the consequences. You can either stay and pray, or you can pull and spray. You know what I mean? You can do one of those two options right there. Once again, you can stay and pray, or you can pull and spray. Ladies and gentlemen, either way, it doesn't take a massive nut shot to develop a young child. All it takes is the tiniest little bit in order to get another life of someone that you might not even know. And uh, that could be a messy trail, and nobody wants to travel down that road, and uh, especially if it's the dirt road, ladies and gentlemen. So keep that in mind on the next time that you decide to have sex without a rubber, because you can never also tell if these girls are really doing their thing. If they're really taking their birth control, you know what I'm saying? They may do it. Oh my God, I forgot. Bitch, you didn't forget. You know what I'm saying? You take that thing like a vitamin every single day, one's women's daily. That's what you do. You don't just forget. You know what I'm saying, fellas? So watch out. Watch out who you're sleeping with, and uh, always take proper precaution. That's it. Uh, Next up, a little less sexual, but could be sexual at the same time. Leaving a job to pursue your passion. Now, the risk of leaving your job to go pursue your passion is, yes, it could fail. You could not get what you want. You could end up broke, you could end up living on the street, you could end up house hopping, living out of a car, you could be very uncomfortable for a little while, but 
the more that you keep your nose to the grindstone, you know, the more that you branch out and try new things and try to change and just try to find out who you are in order to pursue your passion, the reward is remarkable. Not only if you do get to, you know, reach said passion, but if you, you know, get to learn so much about yourself, it may lead you down a different road to give you some better results than you originally set out to go receive. So really, anything worth having in this world comes with great consequence. You're going to have to make some big, bold decisions. And a lot of times that's what separates the men from the boys, as they say. Some people let life uh, get ruled by fear. And other people just go and live life without giving a damn what fear looks like. I'll smack fear right in the mouth. You know what I'm saying? Then I'll go kiss his mama. Because that's what it is to me. You know what I mean? That's what it is. Uh, You know, the bigger the passion, you know, the more you should pursue it. If you ever feel like, you know, you need a... You're meant for more, like you meant to do more. You wake up and you know that that job you're going to just ain't nothing, that you don't like it. And no matter where you go, you know you won't be happy unless you're doing something specific. Like, I don't know what it is. Photography, painting, uh, wanting to even, you know, go get your degree and become like a sports medicine person or a doctor, whatever it is, a lawyer. You can do whatever you want to do in life, ladies and gentlemen. But just always know that there is going to be risk as well as reward. They go hand in hand. So ask yourself, is the juice worth the squeeze? Now, the next one is a very comedic one because we've all seen it before. We've all been a part of it, fellas. And maybe even my lesbians out there. Approaching a sexy lady. You know what I'm saying? And there's two types of There's a few types of guys, but the ones that fool, that make me laugh the most um, are the nerds. Or as you would judge a person based on their outward appearance, you would call them a nerd. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking the pocket protector, pants hiked up, button shirt all the way down in there with a white shirt. You know what I'm saying? The big black bold spectacles, the hair that's kind of gelled but messy at the same time. You know, something like that dude from Ghostbusters. You know what I'm saying? That uh, Rick Moranis, you know? Someone that looks like that. Walking with a fine-ass girl. I'm talking gorgeous. G-O-R-D. I was going to try to mend gorgeous into something different, but I just couldn't. But, you know, and it always comes down to me where the risk for said nerd, you know, a lot of times they don't really risk anything. You know, they're used to getting rejected in a lot of situations. You know, it's sad but true. You know what I mean? I'm just being honest here. A lot of nerds, they end up getting rejected so much to the point where it just becomes numbing. Like, if you've ever seen the movie Revenge of the Nerds, you know, towards the end, when they're at the carnival and they're battling the the jocks or whatever, and the head nerd um, puts on the same little mask or costume that that hot blonde cheerleader girlfriend's uh, boyfriend was wearing, follows her into the little moon room because she comes up to him and she's like, "I'm so horny," and the jock's like, "God again, like you get out of here, you're like worse than a cat." So she goes in, and the next thing you know, the nerd goes in, and he's been plotting on this moment, ladies and gentlemen. He's been planning. He's been scheming and dreaming. You know what I'm saying? And he goes in there, and he starts, she's like, go to pulls off the mask, and he's like, mm-mm, no, no. And she's like, oh, you want to get freaky? And he's just shaking his head, because, you know, he doesn't want to talk. Next thing you know, he goes downtown on her and just starts, <coughs> excuse me, just like, I know you can't hear me, but if you could see me, I'm moving my tongue up and down real fast, you know, la, 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 you know what I'm saying, they're getting it in, he eating that box, you know what I'm saying, he eating that vajay woo, and uh, then he comes up without the mask on, because she gets, she's loving it, and then he goes back up, and she's like, oh my god, you're a nerd, 
And then next thing you know, her tune changes, ladies and gentlemen, and they end up getting together for the remainder of the movies. And I think it goes all the way to, like, Revenge of the Nerds 4. That's way too many Revenge of the Nerd movies for me. But that is what happens. So you run the risk of getting slapped in the mouth or getting rejected, yes. But the reward is you end up beating the box out of your dream girl. And then you get with her and you stay with her. You know what I'm saying? It's almost worth the risk. I would risk getting slapped in the mouth all the time if that were to happen. You know what I mean? But that's just what some people are willing to do. Now, the other end of this uh, of other guys is, you know, the guys who just talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Nine out of ten times, the dudes in the club with their arms folded are just ordering more drinks and BSing with their friends and making fun of people and, like, trying to dance all funny, making it, like, a funny thing. Those dudes never get any play or action, and they end up in a world of heartbreak because they are not willing to take the risk, the risk, because... In their eyes, yeah, the idea of getting with that hot chick is going to be great, but they know deep down it's not worth the risk to hurt their fragile ego that they may have, and they are perfectly content with jaying off for the rest of their life. So, shout out to you fellas that like to make fun of other men going for it on the dance floor and in real life. I wish nothing but the best for you. Enjoy your big bottle of Jergens. See how you jerking, you know what I'm saying? Now, the next thing, shout out to my nerds, by the way. The next thing is cheating on your spouse or lady, fellas, you do run a huge risk in doing this. Now, I find, not not that I have personal experience with this, but we always want more. You know what I'm saying? No matter what it is. Success, you want more of it. Money, you want more of it. Nice things, you want more of it. Ladies, you want more of it. You know what I'm saying? I've always referred to life... Uh, ladies as, you know, like Baskin and Robbins, you know, life is about 32 flavors, why just settle for one, you know what I'm saying, and I remember I said that to a girl one time that I worked with, and she looked at me, and she called me, excuse my language, she called me a fuckboy, and I didn't take too kindly to that, and I was like, girl, you've had more dicks ran through you than the Boston Marathon, you know what I'm saying, like, you are not one to speak, do not ever talk to me like that again, I was making a funny, you were trying to be hurtful, I don't like it, so clearly, if the shoe fits wear it but back to cheating on your spouse so fellas the risk of cheating on your spouse yes i understand you branch out you get to experience sexy time with another woman that caught your eye you know watch out for sex appeal because a sex appeal is not always real but there are times where it feels really good but you're not going to want to drink the kool-aid ladies and gentlemen gentlemen especially do not do it because you are just going to hurt this is the risk part This is the hurting feelings and a relationship, a connection. You are going to be in such a worse spot from doing one, from doing that, than you will be the just staying and talking about anything that you need to talk about. If you want to communicate, you want to sleep with another woman, at least tell your wife. Maybe she's feeling spontaneous. Maybe you'll have a threesome. You know what I'm saying? A lot of dudes out there like, my girl would never be down for that. Well, have you ever tried to talk to her in a tasteful way about it? You know what I'm saying? You never know. You ain't no mind reader. If you were, I'm sure you would already hit the lottery 40 times by now. You know what I'm saying? Not working that busted ass job. So let's get real. So is the risk on that one worth the reward? I don't really know what the reward is besides getting some different punani. I wouldn't say the risk is worth the reward because you're taking some time invested and then you wasting it away. It's like putting a million dollars on, you know, double zero on the roulette table. Yeah, sure, you might hit it like one in a quadrillion shot on that, but let's get real here. You're probably going to miss. So if you want to gamble, by all means gamble, my friend. I know which one I'm going for. The next up I have...
now that we're on the subject, sleeping with your friend's mom. You know what I'm saying? Now, I may work with a, a gentleman who has a very attractive mom. Uh, I hope he's listening to this because it's quite hilarious. I'm not going to drop names on here because that would just make things real awkward. Not for me, but for him. You know what I'm saying? But he has a very attractive mom. And it's hilarious. And I often question myself, should I do it? Should I apply the pressure? Because let's let's face it, ladies and gentlemen, daddy's handsome. And when I say daddy, I'm talking about me, moi. You know what I'm saying? I am a handsome devil. And I have the, you know, ability to gain that, mm, that sexy, that sex appeal. And let it, let it go out there nice and fine. You know what I'm saying? Daddy a dime. And it's so funny because I see this gentleman that I work with. I see his mom on a regular basis all the time. In work. I'm not going to say out of work because if it was out of work, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to get a little freaky on that, but it's not, it's not like that, you know what I'm saying, but I see her all the time, I always give her a hug, she's a beautiful woman, you know, at the end of the day, like all sex jokes aside, a very good woman, a very blessed soul, you know what I'm saying, now, I always see him, and he sees me hug her, he hates it, he absolutely hates it, deep down inside, I know he doesn't, he knows his mom is a smoke show, so, all the time, like, if we're getting into it or something, which isn't all the, which isn't frequent, you know, we always just mess with each other, but it's so hilarious, because he'll say something to me, and I'll be like, hey, hey, I'll be like, just call me dad, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> like, just call me daddy, you know what I'm saying, because you know I'm gonna get your mama, I'm gonna pipe that fitting, you know what I'm saying, uh, uh, he's <laughs> gonna give it to her, now, the risk on that, ladies and gentlemen, I risk losing a friendship, I risk possible injury from things that could happen out of anger from that man, gentleman. You know, the risk on that to the reward of just forever having it in there that, you know, I had sexy time with his mom who brought him into the world. I don't know. I guess that's a game time decision. And some things on this episode, risk versus reward, are game time decisions. Because sometimes we think with the dickhead and not the right head. You know what I'm saying? But anyways, that is a fact right there. So next time you're thinking about sleeping with your friend's mom or girls, if you're thinking about sleeping with your friend's dad, just remember, is the risk worth the reward? And uh, always add something in there that's funny, like just call me dad or just call me mom, you know? Because that just makes everything better. Another little risk versus reward, peeing in public. Now, I'm guilty of it, especially when I'm hammered. One time I was outside of the club. I don't know what had gotten into me with all the tequila and all the alcohol, but I did not give a damn. And uh, I was walking with a group of friends, and we were just walking, going from one club to the next because, you know, that, that's what we did years ago. We had no business doing it, but we did it. And uh, I saw this Mercedes, and uh, I was like, Someone said something about the Mercedes, and I was like, man, fuck this Mercedes, you know what I'm saying? This guy's probably a douchebag. So I whipped out, you know, I whipped out my meat stick, and then I just started to piss on it. I literally pissed all over the door handle in the back seat of the car where, you know, passengers would get in. I feel real disgusted with myself for even telling you this, but it happened, and I'm just going to be honest about it. So I did that, and, uh, you know, at the time, the risk, okay, I run... The risk of being labeled as a sex offender, you know what I'm saying, first and foremost for just whipping my pecker out, like, which is beyond crazy to me, because unless you are pissing in front of a, an elementary school or any school for that matter, or like at a park with little kids and things like that, and mothers, I don't think you should be labeled a 
a sex offender. You know what I mean? That is just god awful. It's ridiculous. Sometimes you gotta piss. I'm not pissing my pants. You know what I mean? You wanna t- it's like a rape case. You know what I'm saying? You're always guilty. I just don't understand it. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm saying don't take that one to heart, ladies. Trust me. That is all for the laugh. But peeing in public, you know what I'm saying? That's the risk you run. Being labeled as a sex offender. I'm not down with that. But at the same time, the reward? Oh. When does no one... Have you ever felt good after relieving a full bladder? Yeah, that reward right there, oh, it is amazing. It's worth it every single time. So you know what? I hold it until maximum capacity or until I'm drunk and see a Mercedes and want to piss. At the end of the day, the risk to me is always worth the reward, and I'm taking that to the grave, ladies and gentlemen. The last and final one on my list, skydiving. And let me tell you, as a man who has been skydiving, I will tell you the risk is worth the reward all day. Too many people walk through life being too, uh, I don't know what to say, soft, let's say. You know, there are people out there that have jumped thousands and thousands of times. And I know what you're saying. It only takes once. It only takes once. Well, yeah, well, look at how your kid got into the world. You know what I'm saying? You aren't planning that just like people aren't planning to die. But, hey, it happens. But the reward on jumping out of a plane as opposed to having a child... It's way more amazing. You know what I'm saying? You will never get that experience from anywhere else. It is like one of the most phenomenal. You feel free. I'm like a bird on a flyway. You know, I didn't understand those lyrics until I jumped out of an airplane at 30,000 feet. It was amazing. And I wasn't at 30,000. I was more at like 16. But it was phenomenal. And I recommend it. And the risk, yeah, you could die. Big deal. You could die walking out of your house and getting struck by lightning. I know it's a slim chance, but it happens. Ladies and gentlemen, the reward, though. Woo! The next two weeks of your life are going to be complete shit because you are going to have such a feeling inside of you that you need to do more with life because that's how amazing it is, especially when you're floating down on a parachute. Oh, it is amazing. I want to go back and do it. But anyways, ladies and gentlemen, that's all I got for you on this episode 124 of Risky Frisky Friday, Risk versus Reward. Share it with your mama. Share it with your daddy. Share it with your spouse. Share it with your side piece. Share it with your dog. Share it with your cat. Share it with everybody because we all need to spread the funny. But without any further ado, we're going to hop into the final segment of the show. And if you've been listening, you already know. But if you haven't been listening, I like to end every show with a final thought. So stick around while I throw it down. In three, two, one. One of the most important questions we should ask ourselves is, is what we're doing making us happy? Is it driving us? Is it pushing us to do more? Is it giving us what we want to get out of life or is it just allowing us to skate by? You know, if you feel like there's something more that you should be doing, like you have more to offer this world and life than uh, just going to a normal nine to five and not doing something you love, then go for it. Because nine out of 10 times, we hold ourselves back with fear and excuses. You have nothing to lose by taking a chance besides the job that you hate, but choose to go to every day. I'd rather try and fail than not try at all. So stop allowing other people the power over you. This is your life. You just need to go for it. Because too often, as time travels onward, we find ourselves just becoming complacent with how things are. Slowly, subconsciously, you start to become a little more bitter towards problems going on in the world, towards people, towards the most insignificant situations. That's not what life was designed to be. You're not supposed to live to work. You're supposed to work to live. But if you have the ability 
to go after your to go after your passion, your dream, your goal, then do it by all means. No great success story is all peaches and cream and all sunshine and rainbows from start to finish. Some of the most impressive people in this world and the most impacting stories come from trial and error, come from trails and tribulations. They come from so much heartbreak and heartache, but they become someone that you know and love. Look at people like Oprah Winfrey, you know? Look at people like Benjamin Franklin, Thomas Edison. Look at people like the Wright brothers. Look at people like Bill Gates. Look at people like Walt Disney. Look at people like Denzel Washington. Look at people like J.K. Rowling. Look at people that have been through what you're contemplating on going through. And I guarantee they have it off, had it a lot worse than you do now when they made their decision to go after what they love. Brad Stevens, the head coach of the Boston Celtics. Go check his story out. It's truly amazing. That man almost lost everything to pursue his passion of becoming a great NBA coach. And he put it all on the line. And look what happened. He got the reward, ladies and gentlemen. So I guess you just got to ask yourself, is the risk worth the reward? And if the answer is yes, if you wake up every day with the same thing on your mind, then maybe that's a sign you should go pursue it. After all, we only have one life. We're only going to be this young today, and we're never going to have the same opportunity tomorrow as we do right now. So ladies and gentlemen, if there's one piece of advice I could suggest, it's go for it. Stop being scared and just go for it. A hundred million excuses will always be there, but that will just prevent you from getting success. So by all means, go. Go for it. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is your final thought on episodes 124, Risky Frisky Friday, The Risk vs. The Reward. I hope everyone enjoyed it. Thanks for stopping by the Matty Mo Show. I appreciate it. Everything is all Gucci on this end. I hope it's all beautiful on that end. Until next time, tomorrow, catch me live. I'm Matty Pace coming at you live from the Matty Mo Show saying one life, one love, we out.